So, you know, it's, it's almost like a cheat code. You know, my, my nephew plays the video games and, uh, you know, he's always talking about, oh, Unc, you know, I got the cheat code. Well, you know, I think rental property and ownership is a cheat code because you, not only do you use it for cash flow, uh, but when you go to the bank and maybe you want to get another property or maybe you want to, you know, get into a, another business endeavor, um, that's a provable asset and provable income that you can use. And the mm -hmm. bank is going to look at that and say, oh, wait a minute, you got an asset that you only owe, you know, 100000 on, but it's worth 150. So we know that you got uh, $50,000 worth of equity. A lot of people go into rental properties for various reasons, but the number one reason has to be um, that monthly cash flow. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of my real estate uh, investing mentors uh, showed me something years ago. Uh, he was saying, Sean, hey, you know, I, I used to try to show him properties uh, for to invest in and so forth. And I'm like, hey, you know, it, it's, it's probably going to appreciate this amount over time and all of that. He said, Sean, that's fine and dandy. You know, that's still speculative. I don't know that that's going to happen. He said, what I want to see is how they're going to cash flow. He said, that's mm -hmm. something that I know is predictable. And, you know, I'm going to have somebody in there for at least a year. And so I know I'm going to have predictable income for that that year. And so mm -hmm. that really, uh, you know, changed my mindset around real estate and real estate investing, um, as opposed to just always looking for uh, just a quick flip. Um, cash flow is king. So with rental properties, um, you pretty much know what you're going to get. You sign a lease with your tenants. I'm not saying that all of them pay every month on time, but it's yeah. very predictable, right? <clears throat> so you know what your numbers are going to be month after month, uh, you know, for the next 12 months. And then as you go on and renew the leases, it's predictable income. So anytime you have predictable income, you can, uh, you know, forecast and predict what you can do with the rest of your business. And so that's what I love about it. I know that I have a certain amount of income coming from the property every single month. And, you know, the property uh, more than likely is going to appreciate over time. But look at this. Even if the property doesn't appreciate over time, at the very least, the renters are paying down my mortgage. Right. You know, so right. your mortgage balance is being paid down. So even if it doesn't go go up the value, if it stays the same, your mortgage yeah. balance is going down. The difference between you know, what you owe on the property and what is worth, that's called equity. And equity is really just the icing on the cake. But cash flow is the predictable uh, piece and cash flow is king. Like, uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. You know, a lot of times when, you know, we go and we apply for a job and they say, hey, we're going to pay you, let's say, 60000 a year, right? Uh, that's, yeah. that's fine, 60000 120000 whatever that may be. But really what's more important to us is not how much we're going to get paid for the year, but how much we're going to bring home every two weeks or every month. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so what's most important to most of us at $60,000 a year is $5,000 a month or $2,500 every two weeks. Right. That's our cash flow. And so, yeah. you know, because you could start at a job in January and, you know, whatever reason, if you decide to go separate ways with that job and you're only there for two months, you only made $10,000 as opposed to the, the, the $60,000, right? Uh, so what I'm saying is cash flow is just predictable. That's something that you can count on. You can say, hey, I have this amount of money and I know I can pay my bills because I'm getting this. And that's what I like about uh, rental properties and the cash flow aspect is very predictable. 
and you know what you're going to get month after month and year after year. Awesome, man. That's absolutely amazing. You know, so and that's what it's all about, guys. It's, it's about having that stream, uh, that cash flow stream. And for those who don't know, uh, cash flow is money coming in without you necessarily having to work for it every single time you get that deposit. Usually you do something that one time. In this case, it's buying that rental property. You bought that that one time. And now, as long as you have tenants in there, you'll always have, you know, that steady stream of income, um, you know, on top of your normal income. So, man, uh, that's a great way to kind of lay that down for sure. Now, there's another piece, too, that you mentioned as well, too, um, that it's a provable uh, asset when you start to look at other future business endeavors. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's almost like a cheat code. You know, my, my nephew plays the video games and, uh, you know, he's always talking about, oh, um, you know, I got the cheat code. Well, you know, I think rental property and ownership is a cheat code because you, not only do you can use it for cash flow, uh, but when you go to the bank and maybe you want to get another property or maybe you want to, you know, get into a, another business endeavor, um, that's a provable asset and provable income that you can use. And the mm -hmm. bank is going to look at that and say, oh, wait a minute, you got an asset that you only owe, you know, 100000 on, but it's worth one fifty. So we know that you got uh, $50,000 worth of equity. We're willing to basically use that, let you use that property as history. Like you don't have to uh, use the property as uh, um, collateral or anything like that, but it just shows a track record, right? So it's a provable track record, assets you got, income you have, it's going to be, you know, on your uh, uh, on your taxes. Right. Uh, so it just basically allows the lender, whether you're looking at uh, business lending or whether you're looking at, you know, trying to get another property, they're going to see your track record that you already have this property and they're going to uh, 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 loan you uh, more money, you know, or give you more opportunities because you already have uh, something in your tool belt. So it's always good to uh, come to the party with, uh, you know, something in your in your hand as opposed to coming uh, 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 with your hands empty. So mm. the lenders will reward you for that. You know, the different companies will reward you for that. If you're trying to start a, a small business, they want to see if you do have any assets or collateral. So it's proven, it's tangible. And it's not like, you know, uh, other things like uh, stocks and all that. Nothing wrong with stocks, but a lot of different yeah. lending institutions, they like real estate because they know it's tangible they know if something goes wrong they know where to find that property and so mm -hmm. yes it's, it's it's basically a, a collateral you can use you can use it to borrow against and, and a number of other things so it's a provable asset so it's huge so once you kind of get that one provable asset it's easier for you to get a second and then just once you have that second it's easier for you to get the third fourth fifth sixth or what have you so provable asset is, is super powerful because it allows you to show that that history. Awesome. Awesome. There you go, guys. You got to have a provable asset to show the history. And like you said, you it makes you look good in front of lenders. You know, you have something that is um, addition, not only additional income, but proof that you can actually handle, you know, something of that. And uh, that's again, that's the, those are the type of people that banks like to give their money to. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. for that's sure. Right. That's the truth. Absolutely. So now let's talk about things that have happened recently, right? In the last 10, 15 years, a lot of people have been using um, properties for other things outside mm -hmm. of just rentals. Because see, that's the thing is that when you hear the word rental, you're automatically thinking tenants, you're thinking a long-term commitment. And, you know, there's always that mixed feel about that. But lately, 
we have seen, uh, you know, the increase in short term rentals or Airbnbs, right. if you will. So and but right. you mentioned not only just Airbnbs, but that rental properties or those particular properties can be used for a lot of different things outside of, uh, you know, just the long term rentals like Airbnbs and some others. Can you go into that? Yeah, that's that's another thing I just love about real estate. So there's so many things you can do with it, right? Uh, yeah. Obviously, you can live it as a, in it as your primary residence if that's what you want to do. Uh, you could rent it out as a regular long-term rental. You could do a, a short-term rental. Uh, you can do what's called a, a you know communal community housing. And so let me just kind of go through a couple of those. So we already kind of talked about a regular long-term uh, real estate where you put an tenant in there for for 12 yeah. months, you're signing a 12-month lease. Then you got what's called the short-term market with short-term rentals, which is our, our Airbnb, right? And so Airbnb is a powerful tool because now um, you can have people kind of coming in there uh, on a regular basis. You can have four, five, six different guests in any given week, right? And so mm -hmm. the benefit of that is you're able to increase your cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to, you know, charging somebody $1,000 a month for a year, uh, you can charge somebody, you know, 150 bucks for a night, right? So you mm, can kind of do, right. do the math on that. Even if it's a like hundred mm. bucks a night for seven nights, that's $700, right? Mm. You know, so obviously with Airbnb, you have like cleaning fees and all that stuff. But I mean, literally you can make a lot of money on an Airbnb. If you have the nice, uh, nice location, uh, you have the amenities, it's, uh, you know, uh, in good condition and so forth. You can make a ton of money off of one property. I know several people that do it. We had uh, two Airbnbs. We just we sold them, you know, just because it was the right time and we cashed out and bought other properties. Uh, but, yeah, you can do the Airbnb short term rentals. Then there's another technique you can use was called, uh, you know, back in the days, they used to call it a uh, uh, rooming houses. Uh, but nowadays yeah. they kind of call it uh, communals. And yeah. uh, the, the biggest difference is you're catering to a different type of audience. It's just not like anybody, um, yeah. you know, you can cater to like maybe some professionals that are new to the city and they don't you know, know where they, they don't want to commit to uh, buying anything. They don't want to get mm. commit to a, a signing a long-term lease. And so what they do is they actually rent out rooms and they pay you weekly. I got mm. one guy that's doing that and it's crazy how much money he makes, you know? So uh, for example, off of one rental under a regular long-term rental at $1,000 a month, that's about $12,000 a year. Uh, for right. an Airbnb at about, you know, $100 a day, give or take, you know, um, you're probably gonna cash flow maybe about three grand a month, you know, so that's $36,000 right. with an Airbnb. With the communal, mm. uh, literally, he'll have, uh, if you have like four bedrooms in there, um, basically you'll have four uh, individuals stand in each bedroom and pan on a weekly basis and so sometimes yeah. it's about uh two hundred dollars uh per week on average 200 to 250 dollars per week you know and that's uh, uh that's that's times four so let's just say uh 800 800 right you know yeah. uh times uh, four weeks you know eight times four that's thirty two hundred dollars uh a month right so thirty two hundred dollars um and 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 it's a little actually it's a little bit more than that uh yeah but what I, I got a guy that does this technique and makes yeah. about uh seventy thousand dollars on this one property right wow. so there's so many things that you can do with it uh the thing i yeah. like about airbnb as well if you have an airbnb property 
and uh, it's in a nice, you know, a, a beach resort area or, you know, somewhere yeah. that's that's popular. Um, you can block that out for your family. Right. If you want to use yeah. it as well and you can Yourself, block it out. Right. And, yes. Yes. So I, I, we've done that on occasion. So that's been pretty cool. Um, so just so many things that you can do with the lights. It doesn't always have to just be just a regular rental. And the good thing about it, Calvin, is like we said, when you go to the bank, they'll use that income from the Airbnb or that income from a communal and say, wow, you know, you're making $36,000 a year off of this, or you're making, you know, $70,000 a year off this one house. Like that's wow. huge when it comes to collateral and leveraging and trying to do something else in business. All this stuff is, is, uh, you know, uh, document it right you can document yeah. it it's all there and you'll have a paper trail for it so uh banks and lenders and everything like that i know that calvin's always talking about credit and business credit all of these things will enhance both of those enhance your personal credit enhance your business credit and allow you to be able to do more with what uh, uh what you have and document it under these uh different techniques like i said short-term rental uh the communal long-term rentals so it's just the sky's the limit. You can do all all types of things with it. Now, don't don't get me started. And if it's in a certain uh, a location, you can rezone it and make it into a commercial place. So, just real estate mm. is just so many things that you can you can do with it. Yeah. So, just that's what I love the the ability to be able to do multiple things with one asset. Mm.